Dungeon Radio Show. Double Dungeon Radio Show. Double Dungeon. Daily Double Dungeon. Daily Double. For Tuesday, June wow. 16th of 2020. Yeah. Today, you reminded me, today's the anniversary of when my dad died. Yes. I totally do not have that date stored in my head. And it's not because I'm a bad son. It's no, because of course I not. mostly celebrate his birthday and think about all the things that he used to like to do on his birthday and all yeah. the funny stories he had about his birthday. But um, I wanted to play Abram called in with a special message that I will play now since it's related. Hi, Double Dungeon. This is Abram calling again. Um, I realized that I forgot to say why I was starting a rival podcast, but yeah, it's because I have a microphone now. I have the same microphone as you guys, I guess. So anyways, that's why I'm going to start a rival podcast, and um, I think Single Attic doesn't have the alliteration either. <laughs> I think it came up with Single Skyroof or Single... Yeah, Single single Skyroof, I think that's a, that'll be the name of it. And um, anyways, my shout-out of the day goes to out to Papa, just to say that uh, we miss him. And that's it. All right. So I'll talk to you later. Bye. He's putting that microphone to good use that he bought. Adi? Yeah. I've got our phrase of the day. My phrase of the day. Okay, what is, is it? Your little protest friends, which what? our landlord has begun to use anytime I say that I'm going for a walk anywhere and he's out front or in the anywhere in the building is and he sees still me. saying it? Yes. What's his problem? All the time. <sighs> uh, he's just constantly saying it now. So I said the other I just yesterday we went for a long walk yeah. all the way down to Bushwick, which is really far from our house. And when I came back, I was walking back out to go get something, and I saw him, and I was like, oh, we walked all the way down. He was like, oh, yeah, you were looking for your little protest friends down there, huh? Your little protest friends. That's so uncomfortable. He's really weird. I mean, it's really weird how like obsessed he is with this him one joke. Yeah, it's not funny. Yeah. Anyway, your little protest friends. Adi? Wow. <sighs> yeah. We're all going to die as soon as I can find the button. I'm not used to this <laughs> thing again. There we go. We're all going to die. I'm going to lead it off with our traditional grocery store update. The meat supply is extremely low, and the meat that they have is almost twice, if not, like, some some cuts are more than they usually are. Um, this includes beef and pork. Um, it was weird. Last week, you wanted some meat, so I went to the grocery store uh, last minute and was taking a look at the beef, and the beef was over twice what it usually is. And then... For some reason, I was like, oh, I'll just get some veal. Did I already tell the story? I might have told the story. We'll tell it again. And I was like, oh, I'll just I'll check this veal randomly. And the veal was four ninety nine a pound, which is not how it's normally supposed to be priced. It's supposed to be more expensive than beef, veal. I don't know. It was weird. So we ended up having veal. 
It was good. Yeah, it was good. Um, I even saved the bones and made some stock, which I need to. I'm going to talk about later. Um, what else? Uh, they have all the toilet paper back in stock, which is fantastic. They finally even have regular toilet paper at the grocery store here. It's been three full months since they had that. Um, yeah. Beyond that, everything else seems pretty normal. Grocery stores. Wee. So there's been a resurgence of coronavirus in some states, um, and they are the media is primarily focusing on the states that they that opened early to talk about for that, even though it's occurring in every state. Um, oh, is it? Yeah, it's it's happening. Like a lot of different states are are having major resurgences now. Um, there, they. I'm trying to kind of phrase it. They are, in some ways, uh, incorporating facts. Like, everybody here in New York is rushing to get tested. Some people are getting tested, like, constantly for um, antibodies. And yeah. I don't I don't quite understand why people are getting tested multiple times. But I've spoken to multiple people who've said that, oh, well, one test came back negative, but the other two came back positive. And it's like, well, why? So maybe the test isn't at a point That's, yet. Which, yeah, this is why I'm, I'm kind of hesitant to put too much faith into the numbers at the moment um there are the mortality has increased in some areas which is bad but the overall when they say covid cases rather than active covid infections that's when they kind of lose my interest because that could be anything um but yeah i I have no idea why people keep getting tested or like if it says you didn't you don't i don't know whatever i don't know it's their prerogative yeah i'm not i'm not waiting in line i see this line every day over here city md is doing tests for free which is you want to know it's effective why why is city md doing the tests i don't understand that um because they have a lot of locations and it's a private company though that's what i find weird that takes all sorts of insurance yeah but it's free it's new york city is giving them uh even if you don't have insurance it's it's free to take the test I'm just guessing that they're in various neighborhoods and they can probably manage it in a way that the city maybe doesn't want to manage. They should have coronavirus testing at KFC because that's in every neighborhood. Some neighborhoods have Popeyes. Plus you can get, oh, you're right. Yeah. I I wouldn't want the Popeyes spicy chicken slob (laughs) shoved up your nose. (laughs) It's weird. Um, so regarding second stimulus checks for the average American, yeah, uh, what happened looking, with that? It's looking more and more it, like it's not going to happen. Why? They so they were calling for it over a month ago that there should be a second round of stimulus. Uh, they cannot find a number that the Republicans and the Democrats agree to. Number one, number two, uh, the I think that the initial check was primarily to distract people. From the trillions that they were giving as a bailout to the, yeah. the uh, banking industry, to Wall Street. And because there is so much other news occupying the media sphere, I don't think they feel like they need to do a second stimulus, so they're not gonna. Interesting. Um, I also think that, in part, it's because the job numbers are looking good on paper, uh, but if you actually dig deeper into why the job numbers are looking good, it's because they removed people who are furloughed like me and people who are uh, unemployed for other reasons. How than they remove people like in your category? They can do whatever they want, and which is why I don't trust the job numbers hardly ever. 
So, or I should say ever. You don't have a job. Yeah. So I'm not, (laughs) I believe under the current job numbers, I wouldn't be counted because I'm technically furloughed. So, yeah. So anyway, they, they said that uh, it was one of the greatest recoveries of all time in, in terms of the job numbers, which I mean, it couldn't help but be, this hasn't happened ever before. Uh, But number two, they literally just juggled the numbers around and came up with a better, better sounding economy. Um, And also, if you look at the timeline, it's not that far off of the 10 weeks that they expected the initial stimulus check to last. Remember that Steve Mnuchin clip we played? Yeah, of course. So I kind of think that they think, ah, that's enough. It's been 10 weeks. Whatever. They're good. Oh. People don't have jobs and... Yeah. No particular expectations for the near future. Yeah. And come July, it's going to be a real nightmare. Yeah. Uh, July when the $600 bonus runs out. Um, when we, I've spoken to a few people now who have said that they're all interested in moving out of the city. Mm-hmm. And I can imagine there's going to be a lot more once the $600 dries up. Yeah. So it's too expensive to live here otherwise. Um, we will get to the bonus $600 more in the politics section as well. Uh, airports are rolling out their new coronavirus testing uh, and other contingency plans that include um, most airports now are going to be checking your temperature with the meat thermometer thing that we got okay. checked at the dentist's office. Sure. Um they are also, if you are flying into the UK, when you arrive, they will ask you for the address that you are going to be putting yourself into your 14-day quarantine, and there will be random police checks to make sure that you are what? located at that address. This is in the UK, which is quickly becoming the premier police state outside of China. Okay, so we weren't going in there anyway. Yeah, so that's atrocious. Um I mean, though sometime in my life would have liked to have gone there, so this is too there's, bad. There's also news coming out that they have looked into transmissions on airplanes. Remember I was complaining that, or I was saying that it's weird that there's no transmissions that they've been tracing back to these yeah. massively full air, airlines. Apparently part of it is that the airplane has such good airflow from those little venti things, uh-huh. and it also uses hospital-grade filters uh, to the point that there was a flight that they tracked from China and there were 15 people seated within seven feet of somebody that was found to have coronavirus mm-hmm. and none of them caught coronavirus from oh, that wow. person. So, um, again, I, I've, I've been saying for a while now that I think open air or being, you know, having a lot of fresh air is a great yeah. idea with this. So get outside, get outside, get some sunlight. It's, it's good for you. Healthy. Um, so Williamsburg, yeah, the Orthodox Jews are back, back at it again, causing chaos with the coronavirus. Yeah, uh, they were snipping the locks on the playgrounds, uh, which have been sealed up since they do what they want. Yeah, they literally can do what they want, and not only do they do what they want. Uh, Joe Lentall, the the is he currently what is his? He's position? the incumbent. He's the incumbent, He's, but what is he? What's his position? I'm saying. He's like district, yeah, yeah, something, something something district um, of that district. Yeah, Uh, he said that they were doing a great thing by snipping the locks. Is that what he said? You know, I already knew I wasn't voting for him, but (laughs) (laughs) 
He yeah, he applauded. Not that the, I think the playground should be closed, but just like no one had officially opened them, they just decide if I went and did that, they and, would have a real problem with me. Um, so the logic, the advocates for the Orthodox group said that <laughs> they can't expect a group that has and this I can't is the believe qu- he said that he didn't have to have a statement. In the quote from their advocate, they said that they yeah. can't expect a community who averages six children per family to expect to have their kids in the in the house all day, every day. Uh-huh. when the playgrounds are there being unused so again they yeah. just whatever they want to do they do and then i mean no repercussions i, I don't see I any underst- cops out I there understand that, choking that them out. maybe the playground should be open yeah. you know it seems kind of arbitrary that they're not it's it's fine but again so. yeah they they get to do whatever they want yourself. Yeah. do whatever they want and then ask for forgiveness later so yeah it's obnoxious okay. kind of frustrating Um, I have terrible news. What is it? I know you were a big fan, but the NPR show Live From Here, which was a successor for Pur- A Prairie Home Companion, oh, yeah. has been canceled. What? Why? Really? <laughs> so What happened to it? I never thought... Okay, so A Prairie Home Companion was hosted by Garrison Keillor. Yeah. And then Garrison Keillor got me tooed and people said that he made him feel... They made them feel really uncomfortable. Yeah. And so... They erased the entire 30-year catalog from the NPR archives. That's so crazy to me. But okay, um, yeah. And they renamed... He he was leaving already. Um, and after he left, they renamed a Prairie Home Companion into Live From Here. Yeah. Which is hosted by this guy that plays a ukulele. And they do far too many ukulele covers of hip-hop songs, <laughs> which is really uncomfortable. You and, might have at least one listener who has a problem with this. Um. Yeah. with your take uh, on this <laughs> so i never thought that there would be a show that i would dislike listening to more than a prairie home companion but live from here really managed to do <laughs> I, I actually because i used to i used to get ready to go to work on saturdays and it would be i had the station on npr and it would be li- it would be a prairie home companion for the first three years that I worked at my job. Yeah. And then at some point they switched over and it really, it was painful. Live from here was just painful. It was was really, really bad. Just the music was terrible. Their comedy skits were, it was the same type of humor as Prairie Home Companion, but updated with more modern takes, which absolutely doesn't work at all and was just terrible every single time. Why did it get canceled? Um, They just said that it was uh, budgetary cuts at NPR. Oh man! So, I but believe me, it was not. It's not worth crying over. Really bad. Daily double. Um, so I purchased my commemorative. I survived COVID nineteen T shirt. No, I don't know why you did at D two. So terrible. Yesterday, and I'm very excited. It's they what had, are you gonna do so with D2, that? You're not gonna wear it. D two has D two is like a, a budget dollar store type place um but they have actual housewares and stuff at reasonable prices um for a while they were one of the only places that had toilet paper during all this even though it was like the lowest quality possible but they had it um but they also have t-shirts and i get a lot of irregular slightly irregular (laughs) t-shirts because they're they're like two dollars or whatever yeah um and then i bleach them or do whatever i want with them um although one of the ones i bought we just washed and then you were pointing out that it's like it looks like a pillowcase. It's like all square. It doesn't look right stretched on you. out. Yeah. And it's not your fault. It's a t-shirt. It's a t-shirt. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I noticed that they had 
a bunch of coronavirus t-shirts. So they had one that said, I don't survived. Encur- yeah, but don't encourage it. I survived COVID-19. Ugh. They had one that said, uh, I am essential, which I thought was very positive. <laughs> That's pretty good. And then uh, they had one that was just a picture of the coronavirus and it said COVID-19. So you can wear it and menace people in the street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I also I also did get another T-shirt that was printed in the exact same style. They must have gotten it from a closeout <laughs> from the exact same printer, and it said "Fake it till you make it." <laughs> there was another one that I forgot. I was going to get it. Dang it! It said, "What is it?" It said, "I need money, not friends," which is I'm pretty. I'm really glad you didn't get that. Pretty bad. That's terrible. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I got got some coronavirus T-shirt. Like Abram I'm, said, I, if I hold on to that, yeah, in 15 years, I'll definitely be able to sell it for at least the 2.99 that I paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> Adi? Yeah. Let's talk about politics. So, Trump uh, was going to have his first rally since coronavirus hit, and it was going to be on Juneteenth which is a holiday that is very important in the West, but not so much here in New York, which is the day that they realized that they were actually freed um, because it took time for the news to travel. And so that's a major celebration out West. Um, And he had planned it for the exact day that uh, Juneteenth... His team had planned it. His team had planned it. And it was going to take place in Tulsa, which is also a notorious site so it was just the whole thing was like it was like double twist twisty knife but his team said that initially that they had no idea but then a leaked no way a leaked uh information came out that they actually knew and that they had planned it on that date at that time of course they did of course they did of course um so that's terrible um also his rally that he wanted to have he's making everybody that comes sign a waiver saying that they were aware of the risk of catching coronavirus at an event like this. Yeah. Which is hilarious to me. Um, him right. making them sign waivers. I don't know. It's just, these are the people that say that, you know, it's fake and all this and yeah. that. And yet he's making people sign waivers just in case. And apparently... Legal the, team. Apparently the le- the waivers aren't even... Something about the language isn't even like... Le- binding? Binding, yeah. Legally binding. So... Well, that's the dumb part, I guess. <sighs> Pretty dumb. Pretty dumb. Yeah. They have attorneys. Yeah. It's probably really easy boilerplate language for a waiver like that. Just just guessing. You probably... Try hard. It's one of those legal docs that they sell on the 800 numbers during Coast to Coast AM. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so some police here in New York City were poisoned, intentionally poisoned, by Shake Shack employees. I didn't click on that article. Which is not accurate at all. Yeah. That is not what happened. So some police, three police officers went to Shake Shack, which is a burger chain, which is now, I think, countrywide, right? Everybody's got Shake Shacks now. I don't know. But if you don't have a Shake Shack, it's a, a burger chain. Uh, or if you're in Australia, we have an Australian listener who I need. I forgot to. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah, we do. We, we do. do. Um, I remember now. Uh, so Shake Shack is a burger chain. And three police officers here in New York um, ordered Shake's and food and they drank their shakes and all three immediately fell ill and they went straight to the hospital 
and immediately the police union came out and was decrying these attacks yeah saying that police officers can't even take a meal without being under constant attack and that this isn't yeah. right and this is the kind of hazards they face and then uh they did some investigation and Unfounded. found that it was they that was not what happened what happened was there was apparently just some excess cleaner in the machine and that they had ingested some of the cleaner Ugh, gross and that it was an accident I mean that's gross, but yeah, that's, that's terrible. It's it's but it's an yeah. accident, yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of the there was a police officer that was found to have he got a Starbucks cup and it said pig on it, mm-hmm. and then they released the footage that he had written pig on yeah, the Starbucks which cup, which is so terrible. Or there was a great story from like a year and a half ago where a police officer said that uh, the employees at uh, the fast food place that he was at had t- there was a bite in the hamburger that he received. <laughs> And then it turned out that he had forgotten that he took a bite and then accused them. Really? Yes. It's, 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 it's fake. Everything's fake. Fake <sighs> news. so bad. Yeah. They're under constant attack. My favorite um, saying about this whole, the whole protest situation so far is that police are finally, their job is finally becoming somewhat as dangerous as they've always said it is. And they want nothing to do with that. Yeah. So anyway, big dummies. Um, also, Shake Shack is fine. It's very expensive now. And yeah, also, but so are other places. Remember like when McDonald's the, and Burger King, they're also the first, more expensive. The first Shake Shack was in that, what park is that? Fal- Madison Flatiron? Square Park. Madison Square Park. And uh, the line used to be so long. And yeah. I remember one time I went with Rob Heater and we got we waited in line. This is the first time I went ever. And I was very underwhelmed. Oh, their hamburger is fine. It it's was just, good. Everything's really expensive. Back Every, then with the long line, it was good. It's really expensive. And the french fries used to be there's really one, good, There's too. one in five points now. It's crazy. Oh, a huge yeah. one, like a barn. Yeah, it's that massive. one's like, that's strange to see. It's enormous. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Daily Double. A man was shot at in Albuquerque during a protest where um, protesters began trying to take down a statue of a Spanish conquistador. Um, and one of the protesters w- was shot by a member of the vigilante group, which is known as New Mexico Civil Guard. Uh, he was the son of a law officer. I can't remember exactly what. He might have been a state trooper, the dad. But the son of a, a local law officer shot somebody yeah. at this protest where they were using pickaxes and rope. I watched the video. They were using pickaxes and rope mm-hmm. to try and pull down this statue of a conquistador at an art yeah. museum. Um, and he shot him. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, Doesn't sound very good. The thing that I think is hilarious is that the defense of a lot of these Confederate statues is that it's a major part of American history and that it should be preserved to teach people about American history. Yeah. Which the conquistadors, it's like, what, what part of American <laughs> history are we celebrating here? I mean, I, I guess you can make some inferences about, but it's not the same. It has... Um, Marketing. Yeah, very little to do. Marketing America. American, yeah, the American history. Yeah. The story of America, because they basically came in and took it. So whatever. I don't know. Yeah, they can do what they want, but I thought it was... Uh, them. The video of them taking down the statue was kind of... No, I haven't seen it. Outside of somebody getting shot, it was kind of funny, because they were doing a very ineffective job of actually taking down the, okay? the statue. I don't know. I haven't followed up. I haven't seen any follow-ups, I should say. I see. Um, they, arrested the, they arrested the guy that shot wow. him, obviously. Yeah, that's messed so. up. Um, scary news story, actually scary news story to me, is that 20 Indian soldiers were killed in a border clash with China along a disputed border. Oh. Um, that's basically all the information I have 
I even read a, a, a few different when did that websites. Happen? It was really? today. Um, that's scary because that's dispute. that's that's a border dispute that's been brewing. And really, India. So China is trying to prove that they're the dominant world power, and India is trying to prove that they're a major player. And both of them have been pushing back and forth on this one little tiny border, disputed yeah. border. Um, and them actually going in and, and having a dispute where 20 are killed is like, that's, that's super really scary news. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's terrible. This and is sad. The, this is, I believe this is the border that when Google image released shots of parts of China, um, somebody noticed that there was a weird mini map inside of the map of this part of China. Yeah. They, they could see that part of this, it was a very large map, several kilometers square. Mm-hmm was modeled to look like a different set of terrain on a miniature scale. And that's, they were, people were able to overlay it using Google maps again. And they found that it was this disputed border between India Uh. and China, and they were using it for war games testing. So this was years ago, but it's China takes this, this one little border very seriously as they do all their borders actually, but not good. We'll see. Hopefully, hopefully it doesn't uh, bubble up into anything more. You're um, so 67% of employees who are unemployed or on unemployment right now are making more than they under the current unemployment setup than they were before unemployment occurred, which is not good considering yeah. they tried to pick a number that was a low ball yeah. estimate. They tried to pick a number. They basically said, this is the minimum that people will need to survive through coronavirus. Right. And that minimum is somehow higher than the minimum wage that people most people are making. People don't make any making. money. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Here and, and people it's have, terrible. you know, like eight roommates and yeah. still are just getting by. Um, and then they wonder why people are so willing to run out into the streets the minute that they don't have to constantly be at yeah. work. Yeah. Um, I don't think that the unemployment benefit, the bonus is going to get, emplo- uh, the $600 bonus is going to get renewed come July. So yeah, they don't care about it. Yeah, we're in for a, a scary August. I'll put it that way. Um, yeah, Adi, let's go to the last yeah. segment. So frustrating. Do the sound. Um. Oh, the. Yeah. I'm. Oh. Uh, we got a. <laughs> We got a frozy Slurpee thing at the Johnsons. The Johnsons, which is in Bushwick, when we walked yeah. all the way down there. I got you a painkiller one, and that, and I got, that sound was the sound of the pouch in which I got a frozen Arnold Palmer. Yeah, and uh, it's actually pretty tasty. It's not super fake tasting. Good. Very good. Um, <laughs> anyway, Adi, did you know that people can give us a call? Yeah, call oh, us. Our phone number, as always. So, yeah, I did that. It was it was not already pre-opened. I opened it yesterday. Um, so, speaking of beverages, uh, we have a phone call from Andrea asking us about the proper way to store a beverage. Hi, Double Dungeon. This is Andrea and Andrea's mom. Um, we have a question for you. Do you keep gin or does one keep gin in the freezer, in the fridge, outside? What is the best storage place for gin? Thank you. 
this is something that I actually know the answer to. Oh, wow. Okay. So for a while when I was just out of college, I liked uh, gin. I'm trying to remember which brand it was. Bombay Sapphire? I don't remember. I liked one of them. The Back when one? I was living. Yeah, the blue one. Yeah. Yeah, Bombay Sapphire. Sapphire. Um, and uh, I was informed by somebody, I don't remember who told me, to store, if you were sipping gin, which was what my roommate did for some reason, so that's why I started doing it. You're supposed to store it in the freezer so that it's just <laughs> cold and you don't have to add any ice because really? you don't want to water down the flavor. Okay. And that's just like a little tiny sipping, which is actually uh, apparently how some people in England drink gin, just cold, no mixer. Um, maybe that's why. Anyway, um, but if you are using it as a mixer, you should keep it in the freezer, but you don't have to. You can keep it warm out on the side as long as you're mixing it with ice and cooling it down but just so you know it's going to melt the ice a little bit it's going to um, okay. water it down a little bit um, but my main thing about keeping any liquor in the freezer is that it takes up a lot of room so what's the point i don't know <laughs> yeah it, it most, just being honest yeah that's, what's the point um especially like we had that bottle of vodka in our fridge for like three yeah. years so but, but if they want to do it like right yeah, if you want to do it right, stick it in the freezer. Um, if you're drinking anything except for warm gin, which sounds disgusting, <laughs> just stick it in the freezer. It'll be fine. Okay. Um, and it won't freeze. No liquors should freeze. Uh, anything over 40, I think it's 40%. Anything over 40% should be fine. At worst, you're going to take it out and it'll be a little slushy, but it won't freeze into a block. So thank you, Andrea, for your call. Um, yes. So we're having more Mookie problems. Yeah. She's having issues with me having to clean out the little she's tufts going, on her butt. We're bringing her to the vet next week. She, um, she's she having must, issues. She's Look at her. Some, some issues. Some issues, but she's going to the Poor vet. Thing. They're going to shave her completely bald. We don't know that. Um, They're just, we're taking her a new vet, so they haven't dealt with, with Mookie yet. Yeah. I'm, I just don't think a... the other vet, they're nice, but I don't think they can handle her. I They they the, were very frightened they were of Mookie. Terrified, yeah. yeah and they, she needs a little Hannibal Lecter mask. <laughs> That's what she needs. So uh, I don't know. Hey, you be careful. You're high on drugs right now. Okay, she's fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I got a bunch of junk this week. Some great junk. Oh yeah. So last night I went for a, like a walk for an hour because I ate. What did we eat last night? Beans and rice. Something like that. Something I don't know, like but that. I felt like really. I didn't even no, eat. Last night you like grilled. Oh, yeah, yeah, I made burgers. I, it was just like sitting real heavy in my stomach. So I went for a walk for like an hour and was just listening to podcasts and looking at garbage. And I found two of the Cartel. Cartel is a plastic, a well known plastic, a company that makes designer furniture in plastics. ABS yeah. plastic, like moldable plastic. No, ABS? I think I don't AB. Know. I forget the name Fancy of it. plastic yeah, and plastic. bright colors. In bright colors, exactly. They're an Italian company, I believe. Um, anyway, I found two of their waste paper bins, which are... I don't know why they call them waste paper bins, except that that's the shape they are. They're just cylinders of different colors. One is red, one is kind of a dark blue. And uh, I had to clean them out. But before I did, I had brought them home. Yeah. And I was going to start cleaning them out. And Mookie went and she was sniffing <laughs> them. And she got like all the way inside one. And then yeah. she like flipped it over <laughs> onto the ground. Um, but there was like gum stuck to the inside of one of them. So I had to use a putty knife to scrape that off. But that's a good find because those are like, yeah. uh, I think, I think they retail for like $75 each. So they, they match your, your aesthetic. Yeah. Plastic. <laughs> <laughs> plastic uh, woodland. 
I also found uh, a Raspberry Pi 2 today in someone's giveaway pile. So I'm going to make another Raspberry Pi gaming system and give that, I don't know, maybe to Abram. I don't know. I, I like playing on my Wii because the, the emulators actually, the, the menu makes more sense to me than the RetroPie menu. But still, they're like 50-something dollars. So that's found good. found that uh, book about... Yes, yeah. I was getting to that. Okay. I found a copy of Family of Secrets. <laughs> Family which is of about, Secrets. Which is about the Bush dynasty and how um, George W. Bush, George Herbert Walker Bush was the head of the CIA and may have been involved in JFK's assassination may have wink wink i'm winking uh been involved in jfk's assassination <laughs> Interesting. and then how he and hw bush and his team uh worked to uh install george w bush into the presidency and then used him to fulfill the desires that they had been planning for since the 70s or 60s even so i'm about 15 pages in, <laughs> but it's it's uh it's been good so Interesting far. topic for yeah, sure it's um Real depressing stuff, I'll put it that way. So I wanted to quickly talk about some other garbage finds, which is the plants. Okay. Oh, yeah. I found the, that watermelon papillomia. I don't remember what it's I called. I don't know. And then, something uh, like that. Something that my the landlord said looked like coronavirus, the plant. <laughs> it's because it's got like round leaves that come off the of stems. <laughs> is that what he said? Yeah. Um, those two are doing okay. However, one of our little cactus that I found yeah. is like, I don't know what's up with that thing, but it's like super floppy. It was doing so and well. reasoned, but it, it has like a new shoot that came off and I think sucked yeah. all the energy out of that little bottom bit. It's so really I don't know if I need to cut it off over. or what, but I'm going to take a look at it tomorrow. It's really um, distressing. But, but I also found <laughs> another garbage find was that I found uh, somebody was giving away heirloom tomato seedlings. Oh, yeah. So I got one of those, and it's growing really well, actually. It is? It's oh, grown, I haven't looked in a few it's days. It's grown like three inches just since five days ago or whatever when oh, I found wow. it. So That's exciting. We'll see. Hopefully we get some tomatoes. I need yeah. to, um, I think I should buy a, um, or make some kind of wire thing for it to grow on. That makes sense. Um, and then the basil's coming along really well. and It is? Yeah, and the radishes that I also found in somebody else's garbage which is a weird thing to That's grow. A weird thing. But yeah, the radishes are growing pretty well. Uh, they have some kind of discoloration, which I think is uh, the soil is a little too wet, so I might drill some more oh. drainage holes. But it's growing um, fine other than that. Fight. There's also garbage that you didn't pick up. What was that? All that Bud Light. Oh, yeah. I, there, was, there was like <laughs> 20 cans of Bud Light and somebody... No, that that day was crazy. Okay, so first okay. I'm walking by a, gar- a giveaway pile, <laughs> and there's three cans of Zivish, which is the yeah. Polish lager, yeah. sixteen ounce cans, and I was like, "Well, that's a- gonna go real fast real in this fast. neighborhood." Real fast, yeah. Um, and a vacuum cleaner, and then I walk up a-, a block and a half, and I turn the corner, and somebody's giving away a ripped thirty pack of Bud Light, like ripped open, <laughs> and it said "free beer, take it," and there was like twenty cans left. That's so bizarre. And I, was just, I don't know. I mean, they must have just given up drinking. Yeah, I don't know. I again, my theory is that they had a party and somebody showed up with a bunch of Bud Light, and they were like, "Oh no, that's not Bud Light Orange, which is the only <laughs> Bud Light I will drink." So I don't know. Um, but yeah, I didn't take that. So, yeah. but that was good garbage. Uh, last segment: uh, the food that we've been eating. Oh yeah. Today we had for lunch. Uh, we have some leftover ground beef, and then I had some leftover uh, sautéed mushroom, onion, garlic, 
mixture that I was using to stuff dumplings a few days back. Um, so I added the mushrooms to the ground beef, sauteed it all, browned it up, and then I added uh, some flour and cooked that in. And then I added some uh, milk and lots of black pepper and made a mushroom cream sauce. And then we had that with rice. And that was egg. great. And it was really good. Yeah, I liked that a lot. Um, what else did I make? I, we grilled the other day, made burgers. Those came out good. Um, and last thing is, I have been making a sl- soup about as slow as you can possibly make a soup. I have a stock sitting in the fridge, and I've had all the ingredients for like two days. I need to actually make the soup. Oh. So it's supposed to be a lentil stew. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, because I... You had it it's, going. It's yeah. been a long, a long journey to get to this soup. Anyway. All right, Addie. I think that's enough. I think we should get out of here. This is fun. We haven't done one of these in two weeks. Yeah. Wow. Bye!